listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. I'm April. And I'm Daniel. And joining us tonight from our sister podcast, The Geek Card Check, is Tyler Howitt. Welcome, Tyler. Hey, guys. I'm super excited to talk about it. I got to tell you. it's oh, Spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. If the, <laughs> uh, if the, if the title of the episode was, was yeah. too much of a secret, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I can say it. We're going to be talking about it tonight. It Chapter 2. It Chapter 2. Yes. Not to be confused with the first one. Um, and we are all super excited to dive into that. But before we do, I just want to remind everyone to check us out on our social media channels. On Twitter, we are at ScreenersCast, or you can search the Screeners Podcast on Facebook. Shoot us an email if you want at ScreenersCast at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling generous, we would love to receive a review from you. Just give us those five stars and uh, help us spread the word. I guess we can dive into our review of It Chapter 2. Are you still his little girl, Beverly? Are you? This meeting of the Losers Club has officially begun. We can do this, but we have to stick together. Twenty-seven years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. It Chapter 2, like the first film, was directed by Andy Muschietti. Uh, it stars Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Isaiah Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James Ransone, uh, Andy Bean, and of course, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. So, of course, we did review it when, when the first one came out two years ago, but I was the only one of the three of us who was on that episode. So, as we dive into this review of the sequel here, I, I'm curious to hear about your thoughts on the first film, and then let me know what you thought about the sequel. So, April, we will start with you. What did you think of It Chapter 2? It Chapter 2. So, I think I should preface this by saying that I do not like scary movies. Mm. Um, this is the so second is... horror movie I've been on with you recently, actually, April. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't like scary movies, and yet <laughs> I watch scary movies. So it's real fun. She does um, it all for the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And just to be film aware, I guess. Um, but anyway, so I just saw It Chapter 1 just a few days ago before oh, wow. I saw It Chapter 2. Oh, okay. I did not see it in theaters when it came out a couple years ago because it looked terrifying. And actually, we almost watched it for Halloween that year. And then watch the trailer right before to see if we really wanted to. And we're like, nope, nope, parachuting out. So <laughs> um, anyway, so I we watched the first one by we, it's my husband and I. And I actually really enjoyed the first one. So hmm. coming of age uh, it was a little bit terrifying. But I think since we watched it like on a smaller screen in our home, there were distractions. It didn't fully um, enter in my psyche. Let us not forget that I literally went into labor to avoid watching us. Back That's in right. Life. That's right. So um, anyway, so it chapter two. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. I think overall, 
I thought it was a good film. There are some really sweet moments in it, surprisingly. Um, the characters are great. First of all, the cast. I think they did a great job with casting um, mm. the adults uh, versions of the kids. They were Some of them looked like they actually could be the adults of the children. Um, um, yeah, there were some plot things that were a little bit confusing. I thought, and I've never read the book, and I haven't seen the original It. So I knew I don't know anything other than the first movie and then this. So I don't know what all was had to be included because of the book or whatnot. Um, and we can get more into that, into spoilers. Mm-hmm. But I thought the acting was very good. There were some really great emotional beats. It was a really cool coming-of-age story, kind of about, you know, psychologically facing your own demons and, uh, like, terror. There was some real creepy stuff in this, though. Like, I slept with the light on that night. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm such a wuss. Um, but I don't know. Most people probably maybe wouldn't think it's that scary. Overall, it, it really wasn't, even though the power went out in the middle of the theater at the climax of the film. Oh, well, that man. would do it. Yeah, that like, would freak me out. It fr- yeah, that freaked me out. It felt like Pennywise had come through the screen to shut down the power in our theater and, like, me and my husband were really, <laughs> we were really freaking out. Um, wow. Did you finish the movie? Yeah, we went out. We like had like a 10 minute break. So it was kind of weird. So Which is good in a cl- three hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. But it was at the climax of like, and I'll tell you when we get into spoilers exactly when it happened. And it, it, you literally couldn't have been timed more terrifyingly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think overall I'm very, I'm positive on it for sure. But I'm also a weird person to review a horror movie because I just get scared. <laughs> Okay, but so so how positive are you mixed positive or are you straight up positive? Like where do you land? I think the overall message for me um overweighed the negative, so I would say I'm positive on it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, Tyler, I know that you are a big Stephen King fan in general uh, I am. from from his books and in, in in film form. So, um you've read the it the book, right? I've read it twice. I actually reread it this summer. Um, okay. It is a it is a beast of a book. I've got it on my shelf right by my desk here. It is it's something like twelve hundred pages long. I mean, wow. it is it is a huge huge doorstopper. Um, and I so I love it. I actually think it is a masterwork of literature. Um, it's uh, with with like two scene exceptions um, to that, but we that's not what this podcast is about. Um, but it's it's amazing it's fantastic um i loved it chapter one um i thought it was just out of this world great um it they they captured the essence of um of the story they captured the essence of the kids so so well um it it honestly was like stranger things in in movie form i mean just in the way and not just because finn wolfhard's there but just in the way that they captured the relationships between the kids the evil in dairy uh in the form of pennywise and um yeah i i think that that it chapter one was fantastic in fact one of my favorite stories uh that i i talk about with it chapter one is we were sitting in the movie theater and um you know, the whole thing plays, uh, uh, credits are right about to roll and the camera does this pullback through the sewers. Um, and the, you know, the title is revealed again, and but it says chapter one is revealed. Cause like in all of the other 
promos and stuff. It was just it. It wasn't chapter one. Um, and then they, but they reveal chapter one right at the end. And some guy down in front goes, Oh man, they're making another one. And it, <laughs> it was just, I loved it. And, and then his wife like loudly begins to like loudly, the movie is technically, I guess not over begins to explain to him that it's based on this really long book. And of course there's going to be more. So, um, <laughs> So I loved it. I, I anyway, I, and I did actually. You said you almost watched it for Halloween. I did in in 2018 last year. That was my Halloween night movie. Was it Chapter One? And I just, uh, yeah, I loved I loved every bit of it. Um, it Chapter Two is problematic. There are I liked it overall. Um, I would say, um, in the end, I liked it. Uh, there there are problems, and some of these things we just can't talk about until we get into spoilers. Um. And I and I really tried to not not separate myself entirely from the the source material, but just to sort of to say, look, they they can't cram twelve hundred pages into anything, so they've got to cut, they've got to to trim. And I think a lot of what they did was great, some great cuts, um, some things that I I was shocked that they left in, shocked in kind of a good way that they left in from some of the weirder stuff, um, from the book. Uh, they didn't keep the weirdest stuff in there, but that's some of that's good that they kept out. But then some things didn't work. Uh, I don't. I don't think these are spoilers. Um, like they they like de-aged the kids. Oh man, that was horrible. It was awful. It was so distracting. Um, and yeah. I, I, half the time, and I'm sure it was, I'm, I guarantee it was a money thing. I get it. Like they should have filmed these back to back. Like come mm-hmm. on, you why yeah. did why did you not fill these back to back? But um, it must have been you know must have been a studio thing. Uh, so there were some of those things that could have been avoided. I think there were some plot things that didn't resonate as well between the two of them um, that, I th- again, I think could have been fixed if they had written this as one gigantic script and then separated. Um, there are some things that work incredibly well. Uh some of the flash, so this this film has flashbacks. Uh, it's, so it's not entirely you know all kids in the first film and all adults in the second film. There's flashbacks, and some of the things they do to um, to indicate the flashbacks is like uh, the adults will finish the kids' sentences as a way of bringing us into the present or or bringing us into the past, and that is straight out of King. And, and that's that's something I kind of thought was unfilmable. I didn't think that they would be able to really pull that off. And I think it worked really well. Um, so even some of the technical King stuff worked well. Um, anyway, I'm sure there's more things we can talk about, but, but overall, um, not as scary as the first. Um, Mm -hmm. um, but I I think a good emotional close to the story that they were telling. Okay. So, so more mixed than April, but still positive. Still positive. Yeah. I think I gave it a three out of five. Yeah. It's, it's positive. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I too loved it. Chapter one, I think it wasn't perfect. Um, It had some issues going in, but for for me, the first film was a really, really strong coming of age film. Yeah. But, and then a decent horror movie. Um, It wasn't very scary, but the coming of age bits were, were well solid enough that it made it really, really enjoyable. And so, um, and so that's, that's how I felt about it. Chapter one. Now it chapter two, it's, 
it's sort of a sequel in a way that we haven't really seen on film in this way, at least not that I could think of, with, with adults taking over these roles of the children from the first film. So I thought that's really cool and kind of ambitious in, in a certain way. And so I love that. Um, and I would say that the movie is mostly satisfying. It's it's admirable in what it tries to do. Yeah. Like the first film, this movie is more successful in the emotional, in the in the reckoning with your past portions than with the horror bits. Um, these smaller moments are where the movie shines. This movie does an excellent job with those themes, uh, themes mm-hmm. of grappling with your past, learning to let go and move on. It, it nails those and really, it's it's honestly sometimes very moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are also moments where they, they could have gone further with that. And the horror elements are, are a bit weaker. I, th- I would say weaker than the first film. The first film didn't do that very well. And this one does even even worse, honestly. Um, it's not very scary to, to me. It is to some. Uh, but, uh, but to me, it wasn't very scary. It relied more on jump scares than actually creating a terrifying environment or building on true tension. It just kind of... a lot of the tension a lot of the scariness came from showing you gross or creepy things Mm -hmm. as opposed to digging deep on on innate fears that we hold and i think that's something that this film could have really done very well especially with the themes that it has about about digging on the secrets that you keep and and learning to let go of those things i think there were so many more opportunities to be terrifying and just never really never really got there for me so i was disappointed in that and like tyler said um this film relies really heavily on visual effects, not just in the Pennywise or scary portions, but just in the, the de-aging effects, which oh, are very so prominent. Bad. It's it's not just a couple moments here or there. It's very prominent in this film. And it's honestly embarrassing. I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that they even put that on screen. It, it's embarrassing. So like, I knew that there was de-aging technology on it, and I did notice it, but to I honestly didn't think it was that bad. Really? I'm yeah. shocked. I didn't actually even know that was a thing. Like, I, didn't I didn't know that was a thing either. I didn't know that going in at all. Especially when Ben is on screen. Um, the de-aging, I totally get it. The, the kids, I'm sure, grew a ton after the filming of the first movie, and, and it just wouldn't make sense if they were way older. I totally get that. But when Ben especially was on screen, and many of the other characters as well, Finn Wolfhard especially, but... It was so noticeable to me that it, it just looked like his face was completely CGI'd. It looked animated. It was I thought very the same strange. Thing. It, it was him yeah. that I noticed it on first. Mm-hmm. And then I started yeah. looking at it everywhere else. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, you know, I, I get the reasons why, but they, I, I, they should have found a way around it or I don't know, use less of it. It was, it was very, very distracting. So, um, you know, it's good that April didn't notice it. It's good that not, maybe not everybody noticed it as much as me. Um, but yeah, I, I, that really took me out of those scenes and those scenes could have been more emotional. Um, but they, they, they didn't land as much for me because I was distracted. So, um, so that was, that was a bummer. And then the other thing is this movie is way too long. This movie is two hours and 49 minutes long. And honestly, I understand that the book is long, but from what, from what's presented in the film, it doesn't need to be that long. It doesn't feel, it it feels like it drags. What's so weird is it feel it's, it's, this weird combination of feeling like there there wasn't enough to sustain three hours but the movie also weirdly feels rushed um and i think that's because of poor editing feels like between every scene felt like it was really rushed it felt like it just kind of something happened and there was no space to react to what Mm -hmm. happened and it just cuts to the next thing really really fast and uh and just feels completely rushed but at the same time not having enough substance to really feel like it needs to be long it was a very strange odd combination um 
So yeah, I think a poor editing really hampered it. Now, I've just said a lot of negative things, a lot of negative things, um, and I stand by those. But on the other hand, the cast is really great for the most part, um, especially Bill Hader. Mm. Man, he shines so bright in this yes. movie. He, he's honestly remarkable. I think that that character, towards the beginning of the movie, I thought that character was going to get on my nerves. Um, oh, and he and does I, in the book. Like It's actually a feat that Bill Hader makes him seriously likable and relatable that's awesome yeah that's what, that's what i was gonna say it's good to know because um he brings a lot of depth to what feels like it could have been a one-note character like you know just the trash talking comedian you know his he, they he, he's kind of going by the word the name trash mouth yeah, i mean Ricky, come on trash mouth tozer that, that that could have been so one note and he even it starts one note. I think that's part of the beauty of his performance and, and the direction is that it starts really one note. He's just insulting everybody and that's about it. And then you start to peel back layers and see see a lot of depth there. So I think he does amazing. Jessica Chastain is great. So is James McAvoy, except for the fact that he can't do an American accent to save oh, his life. No. Uh, every Listening to him say Georgie every time was just <laughs> hilarious. He, he can't Georgie. He just can't do it. <laughs> Um, so that was, that was terrible, but I mean, he's and honestly, good, like, he was just professor. He was professor X again is kind of how I felt yeah, him a yeah. little no, bit. But now emotionally he's good. Like I yeah. think he, I think he's good in the role. He just can't do, he just can't, can't do an <laughs> accent. Um, but yeah, so problems aside, uh, I would say I do land positive on this movie. I think it's enjoyable overall. It's not great. Unfortunately, I think it is a disappointment coming from the first film, which I would say is great. Um, so it's a step down, but it's still worth the watch despite, despite the length and despite the issues that we, that it has, I think as this sort of, I don't know how else to describe it other than like a post coming of age story, which I feel Mm -hmm. like we, we don't really see those. We don't see the other side of a coming of age story. And so as that sort of thing, it feels really good of, um, what's on the other side of a coming of age story. So, so yeah, I enjoyed it overall. A lot of problems, um, but a good movie overall. So that is it. Chapter two. Um, anything else? I know we're definitely going to dive into spoilers. Were there other thoughts you guys had that, that don't touch on spoilers before we get there? I would say, uh, yeah, and because there's a lot that go to spoilers. I would say what, what this movie does really well, like I've said before, and, and I think like, like you both said, emotionally, uh, this works. This is a better emotional film than it is a horror film. Um, and, and there's a few ways that I, that I really appreciated that one um, we we related so well to the kids in the first one, and this movie really takes its time. And I didn't I didn't look at my watch at all because honestly, I was super drawn in the first the first hour. I would say is really excellent, and then it it sort of kind of goes a little bit nuts. Um, but uh, they do a great job of of setting the players up again. Um, because it relies on like you said, we don't usually. We don't usually get the second chapter of a coming of age story, right? Like Stand By Me, they go and they go off and all we get is Richard Dreyfus giving us a voiceover. Um, we don't really see their lives um, in, in much detail after that. And so, you know, we had to we had to remember what we liked about those original characters in order for us to latch onto these adults. And they do a great job of setting the scene. Um, and they do it of course, through the, through Mike Hanlon's phone calls that he he's calling them back to deal with it um, with Pennywise. And we, we are really quickly and concisely introduced to each one of them. And I think in a pretty effective way, except for one, and we'll get into that in spoilers that I think is, is truly done a, an injustice 
but then also yeah we just there's there's one scene that we should that we should have had more of you talked to daniel about like not having enough um to sustain this and i would say the emotions tend to sort of or they almost start to peter out there's a scene and this is a hugely famous scene in in the books uh or in the book and then in the in the 1990 miniseries as well um where they're all eating dinner together when they kind of all come together. And I don't want to go into spoilers overall other than this should have been longer because what it, what it also did was then solidify them as a group um, by their dynamic. And, and there's a lot of laughing and joking and, and interaction between them. Frankly, I would have watched, you know, I would have watched 45 minutes of just that when it's actually a pretty, it's pretty quick for what it needs to try and do. Um, but what it does is great. It just, we should have used more of that. So anyway, I think, I think, what I liked is the setting up of the players and then um, pretty purposefully sort of following them through um, their stories and, and, and getting us invested in them without wasting too much time um, in, in needless exposition. And then that kind of devolves toward the end, but we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, and one thing that I, I think was was a little bit of a learning curve for somebody who hasn't read the book towards the beginning is I didn't I don't think I got unless I just missed it. I'm curious if, if April felt the same way. I I didn't quite get at first that they didn't have their yep, memories they didn't really. Do that um, right? Yeah, um, I agree. No, that and was so, confusing. Yeah, it was very confusing. Like I I, start, I I appreciate. I'm sure that they were just they were trying to avoid exposition, exposition. which I get it, but. They, they didn't give us enough, so they just you know they they all received these phone calls and they were kind of vaguely confused i didn't understand what emotions they were feeling i thought they might have just been scared but it turns out they weren't they weren't scared because they didn't even remember pennywise so it was kind of this weird i didn't know what was happening until they all once they got together they all kind of started to talk about the fact that they didn't remember right their time in dairy and but it took a long time to get there so i was really confused and i felt like i was playing catch-up so April, you felt the same way? Yeah, and no, I was confused the whole time. Even once the film ended, I still looked back and was like, I don't think they wrapped that well because I yeah, was. It was still confusing. Are we in yeah, spoilers? <laughs> no, no, I don't feel like that's really a spoiler. Okay, because um, uh, that happens pretty pretty early on. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, but I, you know, otherwise, I do think that they set up the you know the players well, like you said, Tyler, with with Mike's phone calls to them. I think that was a good way to kind of get the group back together and, and get reintroduced to these characters. Um, one character I really was not a fan of in terms of the, the transla- translation from kid to adult was Eddie's character. Um, he, he really got on my nerves, but not in like a charming way yeah. or a funny way. I, I think his performance was, you know, I talked about how Bill Hader avoided being one note. And I think that's exactly what, um, what his Ransom. character was. Yeah. yeah. He just, um, I just, I got nothing from him. I disliked, he was annoying when he was on screen. Yeah. Um, and, and there was never really anything other than that to him. So uh, did you guys feel that? Uh, he honestly didn't really bother me. I was more confused because okay. I had just seen chapter one mm-hmm. and in chapter one, can I, I'm assuming if someone's listening to this, they've seen chapter one, right? Can I sure, say fair something? Enough. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, in chapter one, he like realizes that his pills are placebos and stuff. Right. And so I was like, oh, I guess he's back on all the pills and stuff again because he was all. Yeah. Which, yeah, I guess that goes along with not, not. Uh, 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 the audience not understanding that they didn't really have their memories. Yeah, that was super uh, unclear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. 
for sure unclear i would yeah. I mean, with just talking about the actors like james, uh, jessica chastain james mcavoy bill Hader, you named them Solid. they are so clearly like heads and shoulders above everybody else and that doesn't yeah. mean everybody else is necessarily bad although i agree james james ranson is pretty one note but it was like guys honestly that's it's kind of not fair like yeah the, it's the, true it, it was like every like jessica chastain in her scenes with jay ryan I was just like, oh, you guys are just not like you're not in the same world as actors. Yeah. Like, and and I think Jay Ryan, like maybe with another actress there, wouldn't have. I don't think he was bad. He just, I mean, come on, it's Jessica Chastain, you know. And some yeah. people, I think, really play up when they're acting. You can you can tell that like, man, those guys are bringing them, you know, bringing the rest of the cast with them to a whole new level. And I just don't think that was the case. Um, with a lot of them, Isaiah Mustafa as well. I think again on his own, I think you'd be like, oh, okay, well that guy's that guy's fine. I, he just didn't work as well for me um, as an actor, and then we didn't see enough of Andy Bean. Now Bill Skarsgård, you know, that guy's. I I don't. He he, go, he went for it, you know. He did. He really just went for it. Oh, he did, and and like I don't i don't ever like i'm okay if i don't ever meet him you know like that's <laughs> i feel like i don't know if i could handle that you know and especially after did you guys watch castle rock the stephen king show out on hulu last year no nah, i couldn't I get into not. it that and that one I, I honestly don't know if you could if you're not a stephen king, king fan because it's just i feel like it is a show built on easter eggs and and that's both a positive and a negative but he's in that one and he is just as creepy um as well it's it's very interesting both he and chosen jacobs are in um are in uh castle rock which is interesting hmm. so yeah 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 uh yeah i i think that's a great way to put it that the that the other actors didn't play up to their to their more famous counterparts counterparts and i, I that's not it feels unfair to say that because it's not a right. fame thing it really is a talent thing it is. like um uh, and um and it's it, i think what's disappointing about that is what an amazing opportunity for those actors right that they really could have you know come up to the big leagues with these with these other actors and they just really uh they didn't and i think bill Hader counts there i think he did actually oh, you know, i would agree um, you would not normally think he is you know yeah. amazing he's always good exactly but- in this sort of role. I mean, this is more right. dramatic. Like, yeah, he's playing a funny guy. He's playing a comedian, but like, um, there's a lot of dramatic work oh, that's required here. And, um, and obviously we've now seen that in Barry. Um, but when he was True. first cast, we hadn't seen that. And so, um, and so, yeah, I think he did step up for sure. And, uh, and unfortunately I don't feel like the other actors did, but still again, um, we're all still at least positive on it. Um, regardless so we've talked around it enough let's go ahead and dive into spoilers but before we do that we're going to go around and give our recommendations this is gonna i'm curious to see where we all lie i actually haven't settled on on what i'm going to say yet uh for our normal rating system uh this is a three hour horror epic (laughs) do you recommend people see this in theaters you recommend that they pay money to rent it should they wait until it's on a streaming service that they already pay for like netflix hulu or whatever or should they skip this all together? April, what do you say? I think it's theater worthy. There's some cool stuff and some jump scares that are more fun in a the theater than mm. at home. Yeah. All right. And Tyler? Yeah. If you if you like horror movies, and, and honestly, I, this is less of a horror movie than it is, I, I think, a, a, 
I guess it is, it's a horror movie. It's just not scary. But it's, it is uh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, there's certain it's certainly jumpy. It's certainly jumpy and gross in in it's a creepy. few places. Creepy is yeah, like the it best is. word. It's for creepy. It. it is creepy. Um, it has been compared to it's been the end game of horror movies. Uh, in terms of anticipation for some people, I I'd say watch it. Go to the theater and watch it. But like it's worth at least it's worth the fifteen bucks you're spending because dang, you're getting three hours. So, um, yeah, go watch it. All right, so I am going to say theater-worthy, but barely. And the the main reason why is I think it'll actually be worse at home. Yeah, um, I agree. I, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm not sure if I'll even ever see this movie again. Like, I, it's good, but it's so long and doesn't give enough payoff um, to really warrant another viewing Um so I will say watch it in the theater because the scares will be scarier. Um, at, at three hours, you'll be less distracted than you will at home. So And uh, horror movies are always more fun with an audience, just like comedies are. So, mm-hmm. yes, go see this in the theater if you really, really liked It Chapter 1. If you were only mixed on It Chapter 1, don't go see it at all. All right, so we are all mostly positive on that. So now let's dive into spoilers so we can really dig into It Chapter 2. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? In a dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. All right, April, I am I'm dying to know when did the power cut out in your screening? Okay, they're doing the um the chud thing. What what's the what's the, the word? ritual of chewed? Yeah, the ritual is it chewed? Yeah, or chud. There's debate. It's it's. I think it's it sounded like they said I think chud they pronounced the it theater. chud. Yeah, they yeah. pronounced it chud for sure. It's fine. Whatever. Okay, so they're doing the ritual of chud. They're doing the chant. It's doing the slow zoom in. Like, all their tokens are in. They have oh, lit the fire. Man. It's silent. They're doing the slow zoom in on the thing. And, like, you hear, it's, like, right when something happens, like, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen, and then, boom, power's out. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, when I say climax, you're, like, anticipating, and then it just shuts off. It was terrifying. Wow. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Wow>. If, if <laughs> y'all would have had that happen in your theater, you would say this movie was scary. I would I would have jumped. That's, that is true. Especially, did, yeah, did the power terrible. go out with, like, a big, like, a like a clunk also? Yeah, there was, like, a big, yeah. boom, like a, like a. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that it was terrible. scary. You're right. Guys, for real. So you got a 4D movie experience. Is what <laughs> I really, yeah, really. I really did. It was, like, live action in your face. <laughs> Wow. I like that's it. terrible. Um, all right, so Tyler, you you read the book, so you kind of have the most insight in terms of what they cut. Well, you have the only insight into <laughs> what they what they cut, and you know what was in there versus what was in the book. So, um, how did you feel like they balanced that? And you can kind of dive into some specifics. Yeah, and I, I don't want to go into everything that they cut because again, it's twelve hundred pages Course, or whatever, yeah. so there's a lot. But um, I, what I will say is anything that Muschietti and – I'm forgetting his name – Doberman, Gary Doberman, Doberman. Um, anything that they added stuck out like a sore thumb. 
Um, it's not of the same tone. It's not of the same, like it's, it's awkward. So like the skateboarding kid, for example, they added this, that, that thing where James McAvoy, you know, runs into this, the skateboarding kid at his old house. Right. And then, um, chases him back to who they've encountered before, I think. And then, yeah. Um, at the restaurant. Yeah. And then chased him back to the, um, to the carnival that's going on where the kid is killed. And I think that's, by the way, that the, the killing of that kid is a, is a very effective tense scene. Is um, that, that, was that real or is that in his head? Uh, that was real. That was real. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, the kid just disappeared though. Yeah. Pennywise does that sometimes yeah. it's that's, in, but that would be why. Okay. That's why I say their stuff sticks out like a sore thumb because they don't, it's added in. So there's no, there's no layers of it, like for it to to flow through. It's something that's added. It's it was a distraction. That that when Daniel, you were talking about, um, there's a bunch of things that just um, that kind of just happen and that they don't follow through or they don't. It doesn't all tie together. That that's the one thing that I keep thinking about is they inserted this weird mini subplot that doesn't exist from the book. And again, I'm not I'm not really griping about like, well, it's not in the book, so you shouldn't do it. I, I just mean it sticks out. It's it feels weird. It feels like something that that didn't work. Um, uh, um because... did the bully get into an actual skeleton car in the book? Uh, Where no. His skeleton friend was driving. No. That, okay. That, boys, the boy is barely in the book. Like they they meet him and that's it. Like I I he's I've read it twice and I barely remember him being there. Um, so he's there, but I, but other than that, and I was shocked when they when he was the same kid from the restaurant who again is not in the book, and then and then they and then it's not followed up. Um, the that was that's the one of the big ones that kind of just sticks out to me. But then like a lot of the, um. A lot of the things, like I'm looking through my notes here, um, that they that they should have followed through on, um, like, hold on, it, yeah, cut that back up. My my, I went down a road I don't want to go. Um, I think one of the things that that worked really well was actually bringing in the ritual of of Chud or Chud. Um, they, they make some changes to it, but that is like a serious Stephen King deep cut. Like it ties into his whole, like, I don't know how many people know, but like Stephen King has a whole multiverse he works through in his books. It's really crazy. And it's like, that's, that's a thing that leads them to understanding the meaning of like the fabric of his universe. And so it was kind of surprising that they brought that in, but I kind of, I liked it. That was maybe a nod to the fans. It, it didn't work. Um, that it kind of fizzled out very literally. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that didn't work. They didn't follow through with it because again, they sort of like abbreviated that plot in a way that didn't, that didn't make sense. Um, there were some things they lifted from the kids storyline and put in the adult storyline that works when they're kids, like, like Michael, uh, Michael, uh, Mike taking, you know, whatever the peyote stuff is, um, that he doses bill with. That's, that's a kid thing and it actually works when they're kids because they're uh they do this like native american sweat lodge thing to try and find out what happened with pennywise and like why pennywise is there and and so they they build a sweat lo- a sweat lodge in the barrens in their fort sort of and 
have this weird vision quest and it, and it's silly that's that sounds like it works better as an adult like that that part kind of worked actually oh did it for work me. for you yeah it did oh, yeah good. Uh, okay good so th- that sounds like it would be a, a step too far for kids like building a sweat lodge so they can they can trip to try to find <laughs> find out what happened yeah. well it's uh, it's very that's very stephen king to have like kind of more adult kids yeah um, of course. In, in a lot of ways <laughs> it, and so i kind of so again, it, it read as silly on screen to me, so I kind of associated it with kids. But actually, that's good. I'm happy that that worked. That worked for you guys. Um, some other storylines, like the the Henry Bowers storyline, is supposed to be much that longer. Was, that was bizarre. That, that was that so didn't dumb. really work because it was for bizarre, me, yeah. right? He yeah. is supposed to be the antagonist that is kind of just pressing on, you know, the whole time um, against them, and it and it kind of just doesn't work. Oh um, yeah, no, that did, I didn't catch that at all. That he felt completely added on, right? Uh, felt completely yeah. unnecessary. Took away. It was yep. just an unnecessary roadblock for them to actually defeat Pennywise and right. serve no real purpose. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, the whole storyline where his friend came back and was like a yeah. dead zombie driving him yeah, around. Yeah, what, what the heck? Was, was like, what is that? It felt Which like not, a cheap... That's not in the book either. <laughs> so yeah, that weird. was so dumb. I, I like hated anytime he was on screen. I was like, yep. just yeah. in this scene, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah that didn't work at it's, all. And again, I see, see, that's one of those things that I feel like if... If it had been filmed back to back, there are seeds they could have really sown a bit better for that where like Pennywise, one of the things that Pennywise does is is like amplifies the evil that's inside you. Um, and hmm. and I think they could have – there's stuff that, that happens when he's a kid. Like it, it, chapter one, if, if I'm remembering right, I'm hoping I'm not just mixing the book versus with the movie. But in the, in the movie, they, they kill, he kills his dad, right, yes. with the switchblade? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think – you know, seeing that it's such a flash in the original, seeing that um, tie through maybe a little bit more would have worked with him being like like, like a pawn of Pennywise. Um, so anyway, it's it, there's some things that it, there some things that you, I'm, again you're happy. I'm sure that you you would be happy that they cut. Do you guys know the big controversial end to the kids storyline in the, the book? Big, don't, don't they don't the they have orgy? a big orgy? There's a big kid orgy and it's messed up. It's terrible. Yeah, that's, that's and so super good that they remove that but that's actually like a big a big major thing and it's and um i actually really love what they what they did with it in this um i like i like the jessica chastain uh or the uh, uh the bev ben kind of struggle with like mm-hmm. her in the stall with the blood and uh him being buried alive and they sort of reach out for one another i yeah I that, kind of, that worked yeah oh that worked so well i thought that was fantastic um so yeah anyway i'm, I'm going on and on i could talk about all those things but I, I i think some of the changes just didn't work some of the cuts didn't work some of the additions i think any of the additions pretty much didn't work i have a question um, uh, yeah so stanley Oh um, gosh, I forgot to talk about him. Ugh. Yeah, so he kills himself in the movie. Yeah. I'm assuming he also does in the book, correct? He does. But did you guys know why he killed himself? Did that make sense? No, he just so did it. so. Okay, Ugh. so he leaves a letter. Yeah. Here, here's here was my main confusion where yes. it comes in. That letter is not in the book at all. And okay, it's I hated yeah. that letter because yep. one, it makes light of suicide. Like, yep. Yep. like it gave him a purpose, which I just thought in this day and age, and like he's you doing it on do purpose. That. Right. Like, like I'm committing suicide to help you is what it seemed like you right. were saying. Right, which was stupid. Ugh. But then my next question, like, first of all, they shouldn't have done that. Secondly, yes. everyone else did not remember. So yeah. he remembered enough to kill himself and know right. that they all had to yep. go back. Right. How and did he remember? Doesn't make any sense. Oh, and so here's why. 
Uh, he, in the book, it's him that sees the deadlights, not Bev, in the at the beginning. Or in the in chapter one, and so he oh. he has seen the true horror. Now he doesn't fully remember until the call happens, but he has seen the true like deadly face of Pennywise, mm-hmm. whereas nobody else has. And so in the book, and this is they they, I feel like this is just a flash in the movie, or maybe I'm just filling it in, but like. He gets the call, and I I think it's a shame that we don't see it the way that we should have seen it. But he gets the call, he like kisses his wife goodnight, goes upstairs and takes a bath, slits his wrist, which I know we see. And then now remind me in the in the movie does he scrawl it on the wall or no. something like that? I don't that? think so. Uh-uh. He scrawls something, and I can't remember if it's just it um, or if there's a, a like another little bit of like it's coming or something like that. Um, mm. But he scrawls in his own blood on the wall and dies, and and. It's because he has been affected by it so much more than um, than the rest of them did. So, like, I guess, you know, Bev should have been the one to do it if we were really tying it together. But I, that's why there's a disconnect. I completely agree. And that stupid letter, I completely agree with you, April, I think just just makes light of suicide and mm-hmm. and doesn't it doesn't make sense for his character because he just comes out of nowhere. So or he dies out of nowhere. Yeah. That's... And I think it, it even removes this, this, the sinister foreshadowing of it. Like, yeah, he, he goes and kills himself, but we don't know why. We don't have any feeling of it. And honestly, that's one of the first scenes in the book. It's one of the earliest scenes mm. in the book. Um, the the murder of the homosexual couple, that is the opening scene of the book. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, which I was surprised. I, I I think it worked very well. But, you know, it's, it's, it is a brutal... Like, yeah. The only thing I didn't scene. like about that scene, well, first of all, it's really hard to watch. But it is hard also, to watch. it it never came back into play. No, never. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. in the first scene, you like the first movie opened up with a horrible scene too. But it was Georgie. It was the main character's right. brother, right. so it made sense. And then this one, it was just like never talked about again. And I also have qualms about that sweet little girl that he bit the, her head off of at oh. the baseball game because that mm. served zero purpose to the plot. Yep. And totally. I, those... I was like I, that that actually upset me. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I guess those were just supposed to be like okay, he's back. He's back. Which is yeah. fine, but I completely agree April Georgie's killing impacted the entire rest of the the franchise, both both movies. And Georgie, um, and uh, and this one, I thought I I honestly thought one of those two guys, well, the guy who lived, I thought he was one of the Losers Club. Oh yeah, oh because you didn't so know he, they were all gone. He, yeah, yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, okay, so that's one of the that's one of the guys. I don't know, who, I you know, I couldn't exactly remember their names. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe that's one of the guys, and now his boyfriend got killed, and right. that's gonna you know spark stuff. And then it was nope, these are just. Two two random guys and that's it. Yeah, and so yeah, I I, I think it it didn't feel like it served enough of a purpose, and I get and that that's straight from the book. Right. But like to to tie the audience in, Agreed. change it, make yep. it somebody that we knew from right. the first from the first movie. I don't but know. But also the book were in the eighties, where I feel like that type of which I'm sure it still happens some time today. But this is like 2017 to, to like yeah. picture that kind of bullying happening in modern. Di- daytime which i guess does well, straight up hate crime hap- right yeah like yeah it happens it's very but like, extreme yeah no that, like and that's actually the point though like that didn't bother me that's kind of the point to me is is that's what pennywise does right pennywise is supposed to amplify your 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 the that doesn't come across at all yeah 
No? And that makes sense you're no. explaining that. But in the film. And also, I I thought Pennywise only fed on children. And so. He feeds on right. fear. Um, okay, so no. he can affect anybody. That yeah. Is yeah. Afraid. I thought the same thing, too. I thought, oh, now he attacks adults. But then he attacked the little girl. Yeah, that was all very confusing. That yeah. did, and, and he I, mostly I totally does, get... other than, like, I think he that um, Adrian uh, Adrian Mellon, I think, is the, the name of that the character who dies. Um, I, I feel like he's the only adult, and I read that as, and this is my interpretation, this is not, like, from the book or whatever, but I read that as, like, he's... He's coming out of hibernation. He's so hungry that he just because when you first see him, he's like feral, right? He's mm. he's like a shark almost at the very at the very beginning. And so I kind of read that as he's just waking up and, and is eating the first thing that comes his way is is how I saw it. But huh. I can, yeah, I yeah, uh, I think I do think your knowledge of the book is filling in those gaps in, in a way be, that yeah. it's For not sure. filling in mine. Like I totally get all the things that you're saying are like, oh yeah, that makes that, that make makes sense. sense. <laughs> and him him feeding on fear and him all, yeah. all those things make and amplifying I, that especially um, really enlightens some of it. Him amplifying the evil that's inside of you right. that totally makes sense. But that did not for me at least translate. i did i didn't Ugh, know i didn't even know that didn't even what, catch on that and what's so interesting and, and I, I would agree that's that's that one thing that um like dairy why dairy and D- dairy is a town that is super um key in in stephen king books he's got a lot of books that are set there and dairy is this place where it's just dark and apathetic like do you remember the scene Oh, see now I again I'm I'm I just watched the old the '90s miniseries too, so I'm wondering if I if I'm mm. blurring things together. Is there a scene where like all of the boys are, um, the the bad kids Henry and stuff? They are like um beating up on Bev specifically. I don't think so. No, no or, or like okay, so that's yeah, that's in the miniseries then. So there's there's a scene in the miniseries where all Henry and everybody else are are basically like not like in. They're they're basically just bullying Bev. They've all cornered her. They're making you know gross remarks and stuff like that. And um, this old man is walking down the street and he looks at them and she like gives him this pleading look like come help me and he he looks and then turns away. Like Pennywise has made this town, this this place of apathy. Um, in it, hmm. it's either fear or apathy. Like nobody will do anything about it. And and I think that's what hmm. King is commenting on. And I think that's even where this this um, the homosexual the hate crime at the hmm. beginning comes in is this just these people are like nobody is there to help him there's there's mm. screaming and all this other stuff nobody comes to help him um but yeah you i think you are right i'm and i think i did the same thing with uh with pet cemetery daniel when you and i talked about yeah. that i'm yep. filling in blanks because these books are really fantastic and then yeah it doesn't yeah. always translate i will say yeah. the the social commentary and then just the commentary on life and just you know, your psychological pains and fear and trauma yeah. that we deal with, that we tuck away, oh, yeah. you know, and we, we forget about it, like if it happens really on or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but it's still alive. And if you don't deal with it, it just, you know, it festers and it grows. And oh, yeah. like just there's just so good. I mean, you could almost do a sermon on the message <laughs> in it. Um, so I, I thought all of that was actually really powerful and great in the end. Um but yeah, there were just some parts that were confusing. I, I will say, I almost wish this was more like approached more as a drama because those were the parts that worked the best. Like those yeah. dramatic moments, uh, those emotional moments. They, I think, they nailed for the most part. Because mm-hmm. um, I agree, April. That that's the stuff that I took out of it. Um, I think they, I think this movie has so much to say about everything you just laid out, and uh, I just wish the With rest of like, it. Oh, keep going. Sorry. I just wish the rest of it had had really um, stuck the landing as well as those emotional pieces. Yeah. 
with lines like uh, "We are what we choose to forget," things like that. Like mm-hmm. they are making absolutely some some commentaries on again that second half of the coming of age story. What happens when you've been through that that moment? Yeah. Well, you go spread out and you do your own thing, and mm-hmm. and yeah, but the past is never as buried as you want it to be. And sometimes yep. you sometimes you you backslide. Essentially, Bev yeah. basically married a guy who was uh, like her father, you know, horribly abusive. And um, funnily enough, and this is not something I complain that they took out, both Bev's husband and Bill's wife are huge plot lines that go through the entire book. They they follow them to Derry. Ooh. And Bev's husband is as bad as Henry and, and like jumps and attacks them multiple times. And Bill's wife gets captured by Pennywise. It's this whole that's that's hmm. a, a bloated thing that should have been taken out and I'm happy it is. But it's like hmm. I was afraid when they when they showed them. I was like, Oh no, we're gonna get these extra storylines. That's why we're three hours long. But <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I think we have talked our way through this enough. Um, yeah, we are still mostly positive. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we definitely have some some big things that we pointed out that we weren't fans of, but uh, but still still worth a watch overall. Still still good overall. So so that about wraps us up on it chapter two. Let us know what you thought of it chapter two. We want to hear your thoughts on how they wrapped this saga up. Um, let us know your thoughts on social media. You can you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook. You can send us an email, like we said at the beginning. We want to hear from you guys. All right, join us next time for our bonus episode as we wrap up our summer movie wager. Until then, we'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.